Father, today, we hand this service over to you, God. We release this service over to you, Lord. Father, today, let your Holy Spirit search our lives. Visit us individually. Visit us collectively. Father, may we leave God with the impregnation of your word to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach your word. You said, I will not come. I will not come until the kingdom of God is preached to every man. Then will I come. Father, today, equip us, God. Equip the members of, of, of liberty to preach your word in the highways and the byways. Oh, God, we thank you for this day as you feed us, God. Feed us, Holy Spirit. Father, we let go and we let your will take over. Hallelujah, Jesus. Blessed be the name of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We welcome you. Come on, somebody shout, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you ready to praise Jesus? We magnify the name of Jesus. We glorify the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. The Bible says, lift up your head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and let the King of glory come in. I want you to take a few seconds, just lift up your hands and just pray over this place. Father, we thank you this morning. We thank you, God, for bringing us here, bringing us in your presence, oh God. I want to hear you pray. I want to hear you pray. Just open your mouths and just pray. There is power in your mouth. There is power in your mouth. Come on, somebody. I want you to make some noise, make some Holy Ghost noise this morning because we know the devil is a liar. The devil is defeated. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. We bless the mighty name of Jesus. We take authority over the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Say, God, we take authority over the atmosphere. I want you to pull down strongholds. Pull down strongholds and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. We pray for the worship team. We pray, God, for the musicians. We pray, God, that the spirit of God is in this place. God, we remove self. We remove self. We remove self. We come against every assignment of darkness. Lord, we bless your mighty name. We glorify you, Jesus. We magnify you. We magnify you. Come on, we got 10 more. We got 10 more seconds. Just pray. Just pray. If you can speak in tongues, come on, just speak in tongues. We bless your mighty name. We glorify your mighty name. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to look at your neighbor and say, Neighbor, I made it this morning. I'm in church this morning. Say, neighbor, the devil is a liar. I'm in church. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, say, neighbor, I prophesy over you. 
this week is your best week I prophesy over you from the crown of your hair to the sole of your feet say I prophesy Deuteronomy 28 from verse 1 to 14 you are blessed in the city you are blessed in the field come on somebody get excited come on get excited get excited get excited look at your neighbor on the other side and say there's a miracle in your praise there's a miracle in your worship look at your neighbor and say I should have been dead but I'm alive this morning to praise Jesus say neighbor I'm gonna raise a hallelujah in this place hallelujah choir can you just raise a hallelujah somebody shout hallelujah shout hallelujah shout hallelujah hallelujah are you ready come on we bless the name of Jesus come on clap your hands somebody we worship you father we worship you Jesus hallelujah we worship you Lord I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemy I raise a hallelujah ever come I raise a hallelujah, my weapon is a melody, I raise a hallelujah, heaven comes to fight for me, lift your hands, I'm gonna see in the middle of the storm, louder and louder, you're gonna hear Sing a little louder, louder than 
Sing a little louder My way up an easy melody Sing a little louder Sing a little louder I'm gonna sing In the middle of the storm your name Jesus
stronger God, you are higher than any other Our God is here, awesome in power Our God, oh, oh Our God is greater, stronger Come on, higher, higher Our God is here, awesome in
Hallelujah. We praise you, Jesus. We worship you, God. We honor you, Father. We honor you, Father. We glorify your name. Hallelujah. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over every heart and every mind Cause I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus Every dark addiction starts to break. Clearing every soul from their freedom. I speak Jesus. Your name, your name is mine. Your name, your name is mine. want to speak the name of Jesus over fear and all anxiety to every soul held captive by depression I speak Jesus somebody lift your hands and say your name is high your name your name in the darkness over every enemy. Jesus, on my family, I speak the holy name, Jesus. Everybody join me one more time, say, shout Jesus from the mountain. Hey, Jesus in the darkness over
Somebody worship God for your freedom. Worship God for your freedom. Worship God for your freedom. Worship God because you are free. Somebody lift up your hands if you know that you're free. If you know that you are free, come on. Come on, if you know you're free. Just worship him in your freedom. You won't rival me. 
with a melody you surround me with a song of deliverance of my enemy till all my fears are gone I'm no longer child of God I'm no longer left to fear oh I am a child of God from my mother's womb you've chosen me love as home my name I've been born again into your family oh your blood flows through my veins I'm no longer left to fear I am a child of God Yeah. 
heavens are open. Praise of your glory, for you are to life again. You have no rival. You have no equal. Now I'm Yeah. 
the name we of worship Jesus. You, Lord. Come on, give him a praise. Give him a praise in this place. Give him a praise like never before. Saints of God, give him a praise. His name is beautiful, incomparable. He's wonderful. He's amazing. He's glorious. He's splendid. Everybody all around you is somebody 
in this body, though give him a great praise. You see, in Christ we are chosen. We are not forsaken. You're a child of God. I am a child of God. And like we are who he said we are. Amen. I want you to know that your identity is from him alone. We are children of God. Dearly beloved and cherished beyond. Give him another great praise. And so this morning before you take your seats. Could you connect with someone perhaps on your right, on your left? Give them a high five. Tell them, I'm so thrilled that you're here. And your presence here makes the world of difference. Your presence here is not a shirt of a miracle. You have no Now put your hands together and be seated. In your father's house, make yourself comfortable. We welcome you again, those of you sitting in the front, at the back, in the balcony, social media. You're joining us on social media, YouTube, TV, all around the world. We certainly welcome you. Praise God. God bless you. Sit back, relax. The choir is going to take over. They have a presentation so without further ado sister Kim and team proceed praise the Lord everyone hallelujah God is a good God he is awesome and mighty come on and give the Lord a praise not the choir look beautiful this morning hallelujah Hallelujah. Lord, the, the Lord, he heard my cry, and pity
Give it up for the choir one more time. That's simply beautiful and amazing. Amen. Or a heartfelt thanks to you, Sister Kim, and remarkable choir for delivering such a beautiful and moving rendition of that song. Your hard work and dedication certainly paid off. Amen. Beautiful performance. Extraordinary. One more time. Can you clap for them? Amen. Please be seated. At this time, I want to take this opportunity to ask those of you who are visiting with us for the first, uh, second, uh, third time, or if you didn't come here 
If you didn't get to come here for a really, really long time, kindly stand. If you're here for the first, second, and wow, that's so amazing. Praise God. Ushers, can you do your due diligence and shake their hands and greet them, amen? And let them know that, you know, we love them. We celebrate all of you today, amen. Thank you for coming. Um, to say that we're glad that you're here is just an understatement. We're really super thrilled that you're here, amen. We are so grateful that you're here and you have taken this time, you've carved for this time to worship the Lord with us in this beautiful edifice. Thank you, much love and appreciation. God bless you richly. At this time, we have a beautiful uh, poem by Sarah. Um, I think that's the last daughter of Susan. Sarah, can you come? You have a poem. And yeah, and the young man, God bless them. Praise God. My name is Matthias, and I would like to tell you the definition of love. Love does not lie in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts, it always hopes, it always perseveres. Love never fails. Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Um, hello, my name is Sarah Prasad, and I'll be giving the meaning of love. Love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, love does not boast, it does not dishonor others, it is not self seeking or easily angered, and keeps no records of wrong. Thank you. Let's clap to encourage them one more time. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Awesome. Um, you guys look so beautiful. Amen. I see all of you in white at the front. That is so amazing. So divine. Give yourself a clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, uh, at this time, we have a young man. You heard his testimony before. He had a harrowing experience, but God... Step right in the nick of time, deliver him, set him free, restore him, and put him back together. And this time I want to call on Brother Dale. He'll take about uh, three to four minutes, and he's going to do a presentation. God bless him. Hallelujah. He's going to take about two to, uh, three to four minutes. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, church. I greet you in the most precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and God the Father. I thank you for the angel of the house, Pastor Prasad and his wife, who has, you know, been so, 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 so good to me ever since I've met them. You know, and I met them when I was on my, in my hospital bed. And to this day, you know, faithful man of God. And today I'm not going to give you my, my testimony, because I know you guys are accustomed to hearing my testimony when I come up here. But I have a short word, because um, God has been talking to me in my quiet time and one of the things that he told me he said the next time you get an opportunity this is what I want you to say to the people and um, I'm coming from um, from Matthew when Matthew 4 18 and Jesus walking by the Sea of Galilee saw two brothers Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishermen. Then he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And I'm going to touch on another, on another um, verse in Luke 10. It said, after these things, 
the Lord appointed seven, 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, the harvest is truly great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send laborers into the harvest. Go your, go your way. Behold, I send you as lambs among wolves. And guys, why, why I touched on that and God brought it to my attention is because this is a, it's, it's a war going on, if most of you don't know. And we as Christians, we were mandated to do a job. And our job is to, is to win souls. So when Jesus said, follow me, and I will teach you to be fishers of men, he was telling them, follow me, and I'm going to teach you how to fish for souls. I'm going to teach you how to win souls and bring souls into the kingdom. Now, the problem, what I realized that a lot of us today we feel that we are not worthy or we are not ready yet or we have some things in our lives that we need to take care of first before we can do what God wants us to do. But I'm here today to tell you that it doesn't matter where you came from. It doesn't matter if you are the lowly of the lowly. It doesn't matter if you came from the guttermost or you came from the uttermost. It doesn't matter if you went to Yale or you went to jail. I want you to know when God is ready for you, if you make yourself available, there is nothing you cannot do because he will give you the strength to do what it is that he wants you to do. Glory be to God. I don't have much time. There is something else that I wanted to add. So I'm going to be very short. The next thing God told me to talk to the people about is giving. Now, since I've been coming to Liberty, I don't hear pastor preach about giving too much. He don't beg for money. He don't beg. And God said, I've always been a giver in my life. That's why I can speak about this. I came from a giver, my mother. She's been a giver all her life. So it just trickled down to me. So I can tell you guys that God gave me a vision because God gave all of us gifts. You remember the story about the people with the talents? So he gave all of us talents. And sometimes we come and we sit in church. We're getting fed every Sunday. We're getting fat. Pastor Joe, the man of God, God has placed him there to feed us the word. And he has been doing an amazing job. But there are people out there who is not hearing the word. And it's up to us to go out and tell them and bring them into the house of God so that they can feed too. But there is something that we need to do as believers. We need to learn how to give. And one of the things that I've always learned all my life, my dad always used to tell me, he said, son, you have to, you have to learn how to tithe. You have to give your tithes because when you pay your tithes, it keeps the devourer away. It keeps the holes out of your pocket. Because sometimes we may feel like we're holding on to that extra 10% and then something is going to happen. Oh, man, I didn't know I had this extra bill. Then something is going to happen and the devourer is going to take it. But if we trust God and we give to God and we do our ordained duty to give and understand 10% is what we owe to God. The blessing is in the offering. So after we give our 10%, 
We want to make sure we sow that seed because that's where the blessing comes. Understand that giving. He said, give and it shall be given back to you. I am a walking testimony of that. God showed me a vision. He said, this is a growing church. And this church, he said, this church needs a church van. How many of you ever thought about, because he said, look, I give everybody gifts. Bring your gifts. Tell it to pastor. Pastor, you know, we need a church van. How can we invest into a church van? There are people who sometimes can't make it to church on Sundays. But if we could inject Liberty Bible Fellowship church van, we might need two of them because we got Brooklyn, Queens, Long Island, and the Bronx. We start going and we picking people up and we bringing them into the house of the Lord. And if we are doing our jobs every day, not just on Sundays, when we go out there, we need to start talking to everybody we encounter. We need to start telling them, do you know that man named Jesus? If you die today or tomorrow, do you? You know what I tell them, Pastor? Every time I meet somebody, I say, can I ask you a question? Most people say yes. Once you say yes, it's an opportunity for me to ask you, do you know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? And then I said, if you die today or tomorrow, do you know where you're going? Most people said no. Most people say I don't know. Most people don't care. But it's our job to tell them, listen, do you want to know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? And if you can lead them into the sinner's prayer right there, then do it. But I... I thought about this because when God gave me something, I, I try not to hold it in. So God said, listen, Brother Dale, when you go tell the people that liberty is expanding, we're soon going to have two services I heard Pastor preached about a couple of weeks ago. Some of you are going to be preaching to the same people that you recruit and bring into this ministry. Pastor Joe is not going to be able to preach two services every single day. So he's going to need some help. So if we do our jobs... As servants, as the, because listen, we're the sheep of his pasture, and we need to do our job in order to establish his kingdom. So if we do our jobs, and we bring in the resources and the finances, and be cheerful while we're doing it, okay, God will bless us, and he will open up doors. And look, right now, this is the best time to give, because it's tax season, okay? 10%, your tithes, 10% of your tax. When, listen, I, look, I'm, this is not coming from me. 10% of your tax, okay, and you sow it to the ministry. I believe if every member, even those that are watching online, was to give 10% of their tax, we might be close to getting our first church bus, won't we? Right? And then we also have to remember the man of God who is laboring Sunday after Sunday. I've been to ministries where they... They take up an offering for the pastor every month. I don't see them do that here. But we as, as servants, we need to take care of our man of God because he takes care of us every week. He, he tarries for us. He prays for us. Even when we, we don't even know that he's praying, he is praying for us. To God be the glory. We need to bless our man of God. Be cheerful givers and watch how God turned things around for you. Amen. 10% of your taxes. And for those of you, some people, I love America because the more kids you have, the more money you make in America. <laughs> to God be the glory. Amen. Indeed, to God be the glory for the great things he has done. Come on, give it up for Brother Dale one more time. Amen. I love his spirit. Amen. I love his testimony. Great words of admonishment. I'm so impressed and fired by everything you said, right? Be a witness and give. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
Um, at this time, I'm excited to make some announcements. Um, media team, can you help me to project those um, announcements starting off uh, next Wednesday uh, with a breakthrough event? Um, let me step aside a little and you can see what's happening on the screens. Yeah, we have on uh, this Wednesday, sorry, next Wednesday. This Wednesday, yeah, this Wednesday, the 21st, we have a powerful breakthrough service. And we have a great man of God, Dr. Job. I can't pronounce that word. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dr. Job, amen. He's all the way from England. Uh, you see it. Uh, England is going to connect with NYC. Praise God. Let's have the next flyer. Oh, yeah. We have uh, this Saturday, we have the Women's Prayer Breakfast. Not forgetting the men. Where's the men as well? We're the men's breakfast as well. Amen. Men come out. I see many men in here come out to that. Uh, I, I'm getting the opportunity to speak at this event on Saturday. We invite you to come out and you know, hear the word and pray and enjoy a delicious meal. Um, we have, let's go to the next flyer. Yeah, we have, yeah, our, our cell group, our connect group started uh, two weeks ago. And we encourage you, if you're not connected to one of those groups, uh, talk to Sister Rachel, Sister Susan, Pastor Mahes, and we'll get you connected to one of those incredible, amazing groups. Praise God, where we discuss and we medicate and we feed and we digest the word of God that has been preached Sunday by the man of God. Praise God. And then uh, we're excited about this. Amen. Praise God. In the month of March, we have a resurrection week of events. Amen. Starting off... Uh, the 24th Sunday at 10 a.m., it's Palm Sunday. And you see all the way on your right, we have uh, the dynamic duo, uh, very good friends and great friends of our Liberty Church, uh, Dr. Guy and El Cape, very dynamic group, powerful preaching. They'll be gracing us with a preaching for the 24th uh, of April. That's Palm Sunday. And moving uh, on the 28th to the 29th, you see it there's 24 hours of non-stop prayer and worship and the word. Amen. Last year we had this and this was amazing, right? We had people from all over, uh, all over the country. We have, we had people from Guyana, from Africa, you know, from different parts of the world. And this, that was an amazing electric, you know, 24 hours. We had children, everyone, you know, you come, there's something for you to do. You can share the word, you can sing, you, you can exhort like Brother Dale, and, you know, there's something for you to do in that 24 hours period. Praise God. It was so dynamic and prolific and powerful. And then we have on the 31st, which is uh, the Sunday, we have our Easter. No, no. I'm forgetting something. There's the Good Friday. There is the Good Friday service on the Friday, right? Yeah. At uh, 6 p.m. Starting at 6 p.m. So the Thursday, the Thursday event will start at 7 p.m. And then it will end with a Good Friday service at 6 p.m. Praise God. And then moving forward to the Sunday, the 31st, 9, 4 to 5 p.m., we have a resurrection Easter Sunday service. Praise God. Are you excited for these events? Praise God. Are you excited for these events? Praise God. I like the energy. And then we have um, the next announcements. We have, praise God, we have our own minister, Imran Henry. You see it there. Can you clap for this great August man of God? Praise God. We have uh, his Cornerstone Concert event. It's a two-day event, right? You see this incredible lineup. Powerful men of God. We have our main feature, Minister Emery, looking so beautiful and handsome in that suit. Amen. I, 
That suit could fit me. I have to get it from you after. Praise God. We have DJ Nicholas doing fire and Eddie Neblet, Samuel and so forth. Praise God. And I think there's another flyer. There's another, uh, there's another like a conference. Is there another something, uh, Imran, a conference? Oh, yeah. You see our own Pastor Joe, the Apostle, Lester James, and Samus Henry. Uh, this event, and most of all, this event is free. It's a free event, right? So share it with everyone in your contacts. Share it with your family, your friends. Bring, tell your neighbors, your co-workers. You know, tell someone, bring someone to these remarkable events. So let's clap our hands unto the Lord. Amen. Are you excited for these events? Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. I think there is a, a little video presentation. There should be a video presentation with Minister Imran somewhere. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, get ready for the rise of the cornerstones. Liberty Bible Fellowship Church comes alive on April 4th and 5th with two powerful, power-packed events. Thursday night is the rise of the cornerstones. A powerful night of prophetic declarations and deliverance. With our featured guest speaker out of St. Lucia, Apostle Lester James. Apostle Lester James. Then on Friday night, April 5th, come experience a night of energetic praise, worship, and thanksgiving as Everett Henry celebrates 20 years of gospel music ministry. Featured artists for the night are Faith Church Worship Team, Sonia Beaton, DBA, Twin Fire, Eddie Niblet, and out of Jamaica, and out of Nicholas, and the man himself, the fireman, Everett Henry. Come walk the red carpet from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. This event is hosted by the fireman, Esther D. The event is free. Walk with a love or free. Special guest appearance by DJ Mark Exclusive and DJ Doody. See you there. Amen. Give it up, give it up, give it up, give it up one more time. That's really powerful. Good, excellent, uh, Minister Imran. Um, God bless you all. We are excited for these uh, events that are happening in our community. Praise God. So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, now for the introduction of the man of God. Can you stand? Thank you. Praise God. All of you in the balcony. Um, you know, it's my really uh, distinct pleasure to introduce and invite you know the man of God um, you know you've been hearing his word week to week very prolific a very revelatory inspirational life changing dynamic and um, you know I want to ask you to put your hands together let's unite amen uh, give a round of applause we are truly honored to have him with us and you know Please join me uh, as we welcome Pastor Joe. He's going to impart another profound, enriching, powerful word that nourishes our souls. Amen. Clap, 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 clap unto the Lord. Amen. For this August man of God, the Bishop, the Angel of the House. God bless you.
us by television let the people who are going to see this on social media again know that a new york is alive and well and that you are alive and well come on shout hallelujah we pray today for sister angela who lost her sister and she's in guyana i pray you'll bring strength to her i pray god that you'll bring comfort to her and the family we pray for complete healing for Paul, Sister Ruby's husband. You will crown, touch him from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. We thank you, Lord, for Sister Patricia Washington, that you continued her healing. As she's celebrating her birthday and she's brought all her family here. This is the day that the Lord has made. When, the, when doctors said amputation, God says, no. He says, you hold your leg. Somebody shout hallelujah. We thank you for complete healing. We're celebrating today the news that we heard from Sister Cameron's daughter, Rhonda, who was with a, uh, a brain aneurysm that would have caused us to be paralyzed. But God, in his infinite power, reverse every paralysis in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. And I called and prayed with Sister Cameron earlier this week. And they were telling me that she has to go through three months of physical therapy in the therapist's hospital. But, the, but, but her mom called back and said, Pastor, after you prayed, we got news from the doctor. She's going to be released from the hospital without a need to go to therapy for three months. Somebody shout hallelujah. How many of you know there's healing in this place? Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. The same God that healed Rhonda is the same God that can do a miracle for you. If you're believing it, shout hallelujah. hallelujah. If you're ready for your miracle, shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise and we magnify your name. I want you to catch your miracle today. I want you to catch your turnaround today. Oh, glory to God. There's an old song that goes like this. Hold to God's unchanging hand. 
all to God's unchanging Sister Elizabeth Mangar. She was in the hospital with pneumonia, but she is here in the house of God. Hallelujah. We pray that every pneumonia that has hit you down, Sister Elizabeth, amen. Is this the young lady who my wife has been calling, praying? She was in and out. Oh, you were you? Is it you? Come and stand right here. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. You, you, you came, you came, and God is going to give you that miracle. And God says from today, you are going to be healed of every disease. You've been an in and out of the hospital, but God says, I'm the great physician. I can heal you. I can deliver you. I can set you free. And so in the name of Jesus, daughter, be thou healed. I pray that every single breathing from the lungs... To the, to, to the heart, to every part of your body will be transformed today in the name of Jesus. Be thou healed. Be thou healed. Be thou healed in the name of Jesus. Receive your healing right now in the name of Jesus. The coming is coming upon you. Every single blood pressure, every single part of you is going to be healed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Pastor May, stand here. I want to pray for you. Glory to God. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. You're an anointed man of God. Your latter years are going to be greater than your former years. You are not retiring. You're refiring. God is going to send you a new anointing. And every single part of you that the enemy wanted to snatch away. God is resuscitating your lungs. God is moving into your heart. God is moving into every blood vessel. In the name of Jesus, be thou touched. Heal, deliver, set free. And you are now reinvigorated. 
You're Thank now you, reinstituted. Thank you, Jesus. You're now being blessed again doubly. Oh, Spirit of a living Thank God, God, this is your anointed servant. Great things, great anointing on his hands, great anointing upon his entire body. And so I pray now, resurrect him for service in the kingdom. Thank you, Jesus. You served a lot in the, in the subway, but now God says, I'm going to bring you into the ministry to serve. And the souls that you're going to gather in your latter years is going to be much more than the souls you've gathered in your former years. Be thou blessed, highly favored. We love you, my brother. You have great things to do in this place. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I have a message for you. Keep standing. How to overcome impossibilities. How to overcome impossibilities. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Second Chronicles chapter 20. And we're going to read from verses 1. We need to pray for Brother Jonathan. He is preaching at another church today. And so let's pray that God gives him the anointing that he needs. Second Chronicles 20, and I want to thank all of you who are here today. Our heart is filled. Not only is the church filled, but our heart is filled because you mean a lot to us. I may not know all of you personally, but you all mean a lot to us. For you to stop. From where you are and come into God's house, it's a great, great privilege to have you. And I believe that we are welcoming a lot of Sister Patricia Washington's family. I heard over 35 of them are in this place. Come on, let's give them a round of applause. And you know what? You really do need to give God all the thanks that you are giving him today. Because they wanted to take your leg off, but the devil is a liar. You are going to keep your leg, and you are going to shout, jump, run, hallelujah. And the same miracle that God has given her, God is going to give it to somebody here today. Before you leave, God is going to do a miracle. Somebody raise your hands and say, it's for me. Second Chronicles, amen. Uh, remember all the things that are going to happen Wednesday night. Please come on out, 7 o'clock. A great anointed service is going to be here. The man of God who's coming is a global evangelist. He carries on big rallies around the world and is, is a, a, a healing ministry. And so he's coming here on Wednesday. And I want you to come. 7 o'clock is going to be an awesome time. Second Chronicles 20. It came to pass after this also that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon and with them, other besides the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. And there came some that told Jehoshaphat, Sir, there is a great multitude of thee from beyond the sea on this side of Syria. And behold, there be in Hazan, Tamar, which is in Gedi. Three nations came after him. And Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord. And proclaimed the fast throughout all Judah. And Judah gathered themselves together and asked help of the Lord. Even out of the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. 
Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. I want you to know that there's power when you stand in the house of God. He was in trouble, but he came into the house of God and he prayed this prayer. He says, O Lord God of our fathers, art, now not, art not thou God in heaven? It makes me remember the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven. And rulest not thou over all the kingdoms of the heathen. And in thine hand is there not power and might so that none is able to withstand thee. I want to tell somebody when you're in trouble go read this scripture. Go pray this scripture. Art thou not our God? Who drove out the inhabitants of this land before thy people Israel? And you give it to the seed of Abraham thy friend forever. And they dwell therein and have built thee a sanctuary therein for thy name saying. When evil comes upon us as the sword, as judgment, pestilence like COVID or famine. We stand before this house somebody say this house and in the presence for thy name is in this house somebody say this house and we cry unto thee when we are in our affliction that thou will hear and help us somebody know what we're talking about we don't go to the voodoo priest when we're in affliction we don't go to no friend who can't even help himself we go to the God who we know. And behold now, I bring this trouble before you. The children of Ammon, one nation. The children of Moab, a second nation. And the children of Monsir, the Edomites. There are three nations, O oh God. And thou, they have come against us. And thou wouldest not let Israel invade. When they came out of the land of Egypt, they turned from them. And destroy them not. Here is what he's saying is. God gave the instructions. When Joshua went into the, the Canaan land. He says there are some nations. I don't want you to touch them. There are some the Canaanites. And some of the Jebusites. Go destroy them. But he says there are these three nations. Don't touch them. But I want you to know something. Sometimes when you do good to people. What they do after you. These three nations that they did not touch were the three nations that came after them to invade them. But somebody needs to know that God does not sleep. He'll hear and answer your prayers. And verses, verses 11. Behold, I say, how they reward us to come to cast thy possessions which thou hast given to inherit. O our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against three nations this great company that cometh against us neither know we what to do but our eyes are upon thee and all the people of Judah stood before the Lord like what you're doing right now this is a holy convocation I feel the presence of God and somebody before the Lord with their little children and their wives and their children and then Jehaziel the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaiah, the son of Jeriel, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asap, the spirit of the Lord 
came upon him in the midst of the congregation. I believe the spirit of the Lord is coming upon somebody. Hey, in the Bible, they used to call you by your inhabitants, by your inheritance. Some people only know you as the, the woman who uh, has a lot of children or the man who, uh, who, who, is, uh, uh, who has that job. But God has another name for you. And the name is repentance. The name is forgiveness. The name is miracles upon your life. The spirit of the Lord came upon this man. And here's what he said. Hearken all you Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. And even... King Jehoshaphat, who's trembling. Thus said the Lord. Tell your neighbor, thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord, be not afraid. Come on, let's say together, be not afraid. Nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude. Let's say it loud, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Let's say it one more time, for the battle is not yours but God's and he's giving he's giving specific instructions you don't only hear the, the cry but he says here's what you do verse 12, 16 tomorrow say tomorrow. tomorrow you go down against them behold they shall come up by the cliff of Zig They'll, God's telling you where the enemy is God's telling you where your enemies are <laughs> and you shall find them right by the end of the brook Oh, somebody needs to understand. You don't need to hide and run and fight. God is going to fight your battle and reveal every negativity in your life. Hallelujah. You say you're going to find them by the brook. And verse 17. But here's what you do. Don't pick up no sword. Don't pick up no gun. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself. Stand ye still. And see the salvation of the Lord with you. Oh, Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. Oh, I feel like closing up the Bible and shouting right there. For the Lord will be with you. Father, we feel that just as how you were with them, 3,000 years ago, you're with us here today. We feel you in our bones. We feel you in our spirits. The oil of the Holy Ghost is in this place. And everyone who's listening, oh God, under the sound of our voice, I pray today that you will inspire, anoint, and shift them. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thanking you for your word. For your word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our pathway. We bless your name and we glorify you. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church shouts. Come on, shout amen as you take your seats. What do you do when you don't know what to do? How do you respond when you don't know what to say? And many times we do not know that situations come in our life not to blister us, but the outcome is to bless us. If you can just 
hold on in the shadow of the valley of death and fear no evil. For there comes a time when you have to see daylight. Out of every storm, there comes a clearing. Out of every cloud, there comes the sun. And I believe there are people who do not understand that the rudimentary foundations of life has to do with change. It has to do where you're not going to have the same thing over and over. You're not going to have the same challenges. Because many of you who are listening to me, you're accustomed to the same problems. And you've overcome those same problems. You overcame the problem when you, 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 your eye was blinking and you, and, and, and you slept it off. You overcame the problem when you were feeling tired and you took B12 and, and, and said a prayer and now you're feeling strong. You, you, you know how to deal with some problems. But there's some problems, it, it, it sends a curveball over you and, and you and you sometimes want to know where God is. And, and you don't understand that God is still with you. And as a matter of fact, he's more with you in the deepest of the darkest of the night than even when you have those softballs. And so sometimes some of us, we need to ask God to say, give me some more trials and some more testings because I need to go deeper with you. Except you have setbacks, you will never be able to have a setup for a comeback. Because if you do the same thing over and over, you'll never be able to get to the next level. And getting to the next level means if you're going to go to the mountaintop, it means you're going to have to get weary. And it means you're going to have to sometimes stumble. And it means you're going to have to sometimes bruise your knee. But it's the price you will pay for getting to the top. I believe that we have some people who are ready to get to the top. You may, you, may, you may be feeling very comfortable down in the valley. But God does not want you to stay down in the valley. When you're down in the valley, you get only valley miracles. When you're down in the valley, you get only valley challenges. But I want to go up in the mountain. Is there anybody ready to say, I'm ready to go up in the mountain. I want to go to the mountaintop. I want to go to the next level. And come what may, I am not going to turn back. Yeah, I'm about to climb. Amen. Somebody shout, I'm about to climb. I'm about to climb. I'm about to climb. And, and listen, when I'm about to climb, it's a risk I'm taking. There's nothing that I have done in my life that I achieved something great in my life that I need not have to take a risk. You've got to take a risk in your life. You've got you've to you've leave the comfort zone and strive into the unknown and say, I'm going with pure faith. I'm going with just pure trust in God. I'm going with just what I know from my faith in God. I believe I have some people here who've been through some rough waters, who've been through some fire and been through the flood and been through all types of challenges. But you have not died. As a matter of fact, you have lived to testify of the goodness of Jesus Christ. And if I was to say, who can testify about the goodness of God? I believe I have a lot of people raising their hands and shouting, me, me, me. Somebody shout hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, the goodness of God is on your life. A unique anointing 
will guide you where you cannot go, but angels will take you. A unique anointing will shift you and reshape you to places that you cannot even handle, but angels will come after you. They'll come after you in the middle of the night. They'll come after you in the middle of Liberty Avenue. They'll come after you when you are suffering with your back pain and your cervical spine and your 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 trouble with your thoracic and your neck cannot move. He, he'll come to you when you're you're hemorrhaging and there's pain that you cannot handle and you cry and you don't know what to do. He'll come to you in the middle of you going to the hospital and they put you on a ventilator and they put you under all kinds of antibiotics and it seems like the trouble and the struggle is great but when you stand in the house of God like you did this morning somebody shout hallelujah Oh, there's something about standing in the house of God. There's something about standing and not worrying about who watches you. Not worrying about what they're going to say. But stand in the house of God. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. He says to stand and be not afraid. Nowadays, all kinds of changes are happening. When you invite somebody to dinner... They don't talk to each other. They text each other. Have you ever had a, have you ever been in a, you know, you, you, you watch a, a family sitting down and, and, and instead of uh, the boy, the girl, the husband, the wife, and, and even their family, everybody got a phone out and they're, and if they want to tell somebody, they text somebody. And then they're also gossiping about somebody. They're telling that person, look at she, amen. What I'm saying is that uh, the times are changing. Times are changing. You don't get your news anymore from television. You get your news from Kit Kat, Kit Kat and TikTok. That's where you get your news from. Times are changing. Oh, somebody need to know hey, that wrapped up in this little thing called a phone is what, is what becomes people's lives. Their husband is not as precious as this phone. Their wife is not as precious as this phone. Their children is not as precious as this phone. This thing is taking their life. It's taking their time. It's taking their energy. Times are changing. And you want to tell me that you're going to have your same problems? You're going to have different problems. But I want to high five your neighbor and tell the neighbor. Neighbor, no matter what problems come. No matter what strange comes. I'm ready for it. Come on, somebody, I'm ready for it. Oh, but you said, Pastor, you didn't tell me yet. No, I don't need to tell you yet. Faith coming by hearing and hearing the word of God. You do not even need to hear the rest of the message. You're already filled with faith. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, you're already filled with faith. I need seven of you to shout hallelujah. Hey, you're filled with faith. Because when you shouted just now, you sent a message to the enemy. Don't you mess with me. I'm filled with faith. Let me get a couple more of you. Shout hallelujah. I'm filled with faith. The Bible says, the Bible says that the king, Jehoshaphat, had just come from a battle where Ahab was the king of Israel, Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah. If you understand anything, after Solomon, 
the nation of Israel was divided into two. The northern kingdom and the southern kingdom. One called Israel, one called Judah. And so you had two kings. Remember I spoke to you about Jezebel and Ahab. Ahab was the king of Israel and Jezebel was the queen of Israel. And the Bible says both of them had come together in chapters 18 and 19, somewhere there before this. And they went to fight in a battle. But as God would have it, Ahab died. But God saved Jehoshaphat's life. But when we tell you something, the enemy is after you. You may win one battle, but he's after you with another battle. You may win one problem, but he's after you with another problem. But greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Bring the problems, enemy, my God, that has seen me through every single valley, mountain, trials, terrains, is the same God who is going to see me through in my present situation and in my future situation and in my tomorrow situation. Here is what he wants you to do. Hold on, my child. Joy comes in the morning. You know, a lot of people, if they make decisions in the heat of a battle, they're going to fail for the rest of their life. But sometimes you got to sleep over things. Sometimes you got to stand back and see the salvation of God and say, let God arise. His enemies be scattered. Oh, if God be for me, who can be against me? The enemy was after the nation. And as I said, three nations came against Jehoshaphat and I don't know if they can put it up but just for a few seconds put the map up regarding who is coming after Jehoshaphat and if you look at it here it was this is Judah and on the north side is Israel this is Jehoshaphat's place and the Bible says the kingdom of, of the kingdom of, of Ammon the kingdom of Moab and the kingdom of Eden. You see how the steps surrounding came after with a mighty army. Jehoshaphat had just come out from another battle. I want you to know you come out from one battle. There's another battle you're about to enter in. And it is only the grace of God in this year is going to make you enjoy your next battle. I need to tell somebody... Don't be afraid of the battle tomorrow. Stand still and see the salvation of God. So all three of them came together. Man of God, it seems like when the enemy comes, he comes like a flood. And he brings you in three stages, in three phases, with three different things. The Bible says, be careful of the lust of the flesh. The lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Are you with me this morning? He says the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. You got some people who are frenemies. You got some people who are Sadducees. And you got some people who are Pharisees. Oh, they're coming trees. Hey, somebody help me now. Uh, the enemy will bring death to you three times. 
He brought death to you, Brother Dale. One time, maybe there are other times. He brought death to you, Sister Patrice. He brought death. Is anybody who was close to that? Put your hands up. But you have survived. Oh, come on, somebody. You have survived. You came close to death, but you survived. You came close to giving up, but you survived. You came close to chucking it in, but you survived. Only the grace of God has made you survive. I need some people to shout hallelujah. I survived. I survived. Bring me the uppercut. When the enemy comes, if you know boxing, it comes with a left jab, comes with a right jab, and then it comes with an uppercut. But you tell the devil, devil in the name of Jesus, you bring that swing to me. I'm swinging the blood of Jesus. You bring that swing to me. I'm swinging the word of God. You bring that swing to me. I'm swinging the blood. I've never lost this power. Come on, I need some people to shout hallelujah. I need some of you to get excited over what God is going to do for you to have a swing. Some of you didn't know you had a swing. But you tell your neighbor, watch out, I got a swing. Hey, I got a swing. My swing is the authority of God. My swing is the praise that God puts upon me. My swing is the prayers of the saints. My swing is standing in the presence of the temple of God. Somebody shout hello. Oh, I'm ready for the overcoming of the impossibilities. Ah, you bring it to me in one way, God's going to take care of that way. You bring it to me in that way, God's going to take care of my way. You bring it to me that way, God's going to take care of me. I may not have the hands, but I got his hands to take Who's going to take care of me? Somebody. The enemy wants to invade you in three ways. He'll come through the Moabites. He'll come through the Ammonites. And he'll come through the Edomites. Now let me just tell you. These were all family. One of them came through Lot. Another came through Esau. Another came through Ishmael. They all were family. Watch out for friends of me. Friends enemies. Friend me, friend me, enemy. Why you do it? Friend of me. Because they may look like friends to you, but they're enemies. But God has a way. He's about to deliver you out of your destitution and your enemies. Somebody shout hallelujah. So Jehoshaphat heard word that three enemies were coming after him. When three enemies come after you, you don't know what to do. Job had his wife. And he had those two friends, three friends. He had three friends. Yes. So they came, they come in trees. Look down your row and say, I hope you's not them. As a matter of fact, none of you are enemies. High five your neighbor and say, I love you. Amen. Now hold on. Like anything else as family, 
uh, you have, we have differences. But we don't allow differences to get in our way. We are matured people. Come on, I hope so. We're matured people. We're not sensitive people. We're matured people. Hallelujah. So tell your neighbor, neighbor. Give me a little hit. Because it's not going to bother me. Amen. No, y'all don't hit nobody, right? So the enemy wants to invade you in different ways. And when he locks you in in this way, you're watching the Moabites. You got the Edomites and you got the Ammonites who's waiting for you to get distracted. And so sometimes when we're locked in to one situation, we lose the ability to find victory in our entire life. And there are people who have been locked in to one thing over their life. Man, pastor, you don't know, but what they did to me, they steal my land 30 years ago. I'll never forget. You're locked in. You're locked in. Locked in over. The, they steal your land. Locked in. Get over it, man. Oh, y'all don't want to hear from me. Get over it. Amen. You're so locked in that you start to develop anger, jealousy, envy. You start to become a sinner. Beware how, no matter how they treat you, you got to still love them. As you don't understand what they do. This one stole my wife. Well, if he steal your wife, yeah, man. I, I, if he steal, if he steal your wife, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, take a little time out and do your thing. <laughs> stole my wife. And, and you don't know what he did. I did so much for that girl. I look what she did to me. Yeah. I went to back dam and I, I caught cane for 10 hours and I came home and one day under the bottom house I saw a fella running in the bush. Somebody shout hallelujah. Oh, you gotta let the past be the past. You can't live like that. You have one life to live will soon be past and only what's done for Christ will last. Let it go. Somebody shall let it go. I want to be free as a bird. They'll come with the Ammonites. They'll come with the Moabites. They'll come with the Edomites. But every ite could come. You can bring Marmites. I still know my God. I still know in whom I believe. Somebody shout hallelujah. Now, the enemy is after a lot of people who are first generation Christians. Listen to what I'm about to say. A lot of people who came out from a religion before and have shifted over into Christianity, bought by the blood, saved, or it may not be this is your first time, but the past, past indulgences have been with Things that you should not have been. So now you get, you, 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 you get saved. There is the body, the soul, and the spirit. And what happens is the spirit gets saved through the blood of Jesus Christ. But many times the soul that is connected to the mind, the emotion, and the volition has to be purged. And what happens is you sometimes... What the enemy wants you to do 
It's to stay focused on that. And you can't do nothing else. You can't, you, you, you can't think for yourself. You can't move for yourself. You can't take on a new responsibility for yourself. You just say, I got to fix this. I got to fix this. And can I give you a revelation this morning? Some of you are going to get your victory if you just release, just fighting it and just struggling with it and just trying to fire it. Let me tell you, he says he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of his peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. You have already been healed. I need you to grab it. I need you to claim it. And I need you to walk with it. Somebody shout hallelujah. You know why many people that keep coming to the altar for the same thing over and over is because the enemy have you like a Moabite, an Edomite, and an Ammonite. He's saying concentrate on that one thing. But I came to tell you, tell the devil, the blood of Jesus has taken care of that thing. Somebody shout. You know why he wants you to concentrate on that one thing? It's because he knows he'll paralyze you, handicap you, stop you from the vision and the miracle that he has brought you. But I have some people in here who ready to say enough is enough I'm marching on I'm moving on I'm moving to my next level some people some people they have a problem with with anger and it's not there's no demonic power that they they think they'll smile with you they'll hug you they'll do it but they have a problem with anger that's just as bad as being demon possessed Come on, somebody, shout hallelujah. Some don't have a problem with anger. Some have a problem with jealousy. They see that brother getting up, they want to pull him down. They see that sister driving a new car, when am I going to drive my new car? That's a jealous spirit. It, 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 it is a spirit of witchcraft. It is just like if you're demonic. But I came to tell people, if you're in this place, God is going to destroy every enemy that has come in your life. Somebody shout hallelujah. I cannot move to my next level if I'm going to stop and just worry about these three enemies circling me. Amen. Nehemiah could not have built the wall if he had stopped and spoken to Tobiah and Sanballat. And you know what he told them? I don't have time for you. God has given me a mandate to build a, temp, to build a wall and the work is too good for me to come down and talk to you. I want you to tell the devil today, devil, the job that God has given me is too great for me to stop and come down. God has given me a mandate. I believe I'm speaking to a few people in here this morning. I believe I'm speaking to television audience this morning. I believe I'm speaking to a uh, social media audience, people who are going to watch this back. God has given you a mandate. Don't get stuck with the Ammonites, the Edomites, and the, and, and the, the Moabites. Thank you. Hallelujah. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you don't look like an Edomite. You don't look like an Ammonite. You don't look like a Moabite. You look like a child of the living God. Come on, somebody shout hallelujah. 
I want you to affirm we got we got a cloud of witnesses and there's more with us than we with them we're on the winning side we're marching on come on I need the people to march on I need a balcony to shout hallelujah oh glory to God so when you go home tell tell your hubby and or your wife and talk nice to them call them some name call them sweet cheeks call them starry eyes call them honey bunch say something good you know honey gets more than vinegar one of the problems we do in life is we just do vinegar all the time but we need some honey honey in the rock we need some sweetness in our life so this morning what God is saying God is saying to, 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 to the people what he said to Jehoshaphat don't pick up no gun don't pick up no arrow just wait on what me have to tell you are you ready to what God says to them are you ready to hear what God says to them tell your neighbor I was glad to come in the house of God this morning so the first thing I spoke to you is the enemy wants to invade you in three different ways. That's what you guys have to put there. That's the first one. The enemy wants to invade you in three different ways. The Amorites, the Ammonites, and the Edomites. But God has now instructed you. And he's given you for the directions how to deal with them. Some of you in your mind saying, I know now how we're going to deal with that. <laughs> Let me hear what pastor say because I, I feel I have an answer. No, you're not going to get equal to nobody. You're going to just praise your way to victory. So the second thing is spiritual responses are always the best than physical responses. You need a clap for that. For we walk by faith and not by sight. For when we try to respond to enemies surrounding us with our mind and our natural affection, the first thing that comes to us is, is who they think they is and who you think they are. No, that's the natural way. But if you're a spiritual minded person you don't do the natural way you do the spiritual way oh can I go a little bit more with this now as a matter of fact here is what the Bible says the Bible says in verses 4 of chapter 20 put it up there here is where you're going to get the path how to respond the Bible says and Judah gathered themselves together we're gathered together Amen. What's the song says? We're together again. Praising the Lord. We're together again. In one. Something good. Something good is in store. Together again. Praising the Lord. So here's what he says. 
gather them together. Ask help of the neighbor. Ask help of them rich people. Ask help of the connected politician. He says, ask help of the Lord. The Lord who maketh heaven and earth. Even out of all the cities, even those in the cities out of all the country came to Judah to say, we are here with you to ask of the Lord. Can I ask the congregation this morning, your troubles that you're going through, have you stopped and asked of the Lord? Have you gathered in yourselves together? If you're going to gather yourselves together, you have to be in one accord. You got to love your neighbor. You have to speak with each other. You have to hold each other's hands. You got to hug each other. You gather together. He says, and when Judah came together out of everybody, out of the cities, go to verse 5, verse 5, and Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. There is something about the man of God having to stand up and lead. I cannot be a wimp at the back. I cannot be somebody, man, no, somebody else, I didn't hear with this. No, we got to stand as leaders. Take the pressure. And we got to be wise as a serpent and harmless like a dove. And we, 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 we got to take care when, 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 when trouble is around. We got to stand up. But we don't stand up with sticks and stones. We don't stand up with weapons. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they're mighty to the pulling down of the strongholds of the enemy. And so we stand in the house. We stand before the people. Did you know why it is that people do not like to go to church? The enemy cries every Sunday to see people going to the house of God. If he can have them stay home and they could just, (laughs) let me click it on for a little while and if Pastor Joe asked me if I saw it, I tell him I did see it. And I tell him I saw it, didn't see the whole thing, but I, I saw 30 seconds of it. Man, the enemy loves that. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together in the Lord. Because there is a power about the congregation that stands together in the house of God. You can't get this at home. You get this when you collectively come in God's house and you pray and you lift your hands and you shout and you clap. Somebody clap for Jesus. And somebody shout for Jesus. And somebody shout for Jesus. Oh, you can't get this at home. So now, in that verse, in verses 5, he stands before. And he says like the Lord's Prayer in verse 6. Oh, our Father who art in heaven. Verse 6. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. 
thy power and thy glory forever and ever. Amen. He says, call on them. And as they stood, and he reminded them, I want you to follow this prayer. This prayer is a great prayer. He reminds God of his power. He reminds God that you can bring down the hidden power. You know, some people, they don't have words to pray. Oh, God, you know, I got pain in my leg. Can you heal me? Can you heal me? Oh, Lord, I got pain in my leg. Oh, God. When last have you prayed a prayer? Oh, Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as is in heaven. And, and, and give him the praise and give him the glory and the thanksgiving. And you pray this prayer and you say like in verse 7, you are God who drive it out our inhabitants. Come on, put verse 7. And you are, you are a friend of Abraham and you have given us the seed of Abraham. And amen and verses 8 and you dwell in the sanctuary therefore and oh God I am reminding you in verses 9 that when evil came upon me when I was in the hospital when evil came upon me they sent voodoo upon me when evil came upon me and when the sword was out and when people were raising judgment and COVID and pestilence and when I didn't have anything to eat you says you will keep us away from affliction so I cry unto you, would you help me, my Lord? And now the Ammonites is there. The Edomites are there. And the Moabites are there. Can you look down upon us and do something? When you do that, you are opening up a great anointing. Great anointing. I want to go back. I want to go back to verses 3. When he first heard the news, Jehoshaphat feared and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim a fast throughout all Judea. These things do not go out except by prayer and by fasting. And here is what I want to tell you. Some of you have that three-prong attack by the enemy. Moabites, Ammonites, and Edomites. But they are in the background. From today, you are not putting them in the foreground. You had them in the front of your face. Now, the, the, the man of God has a song. Under my feet. <laughs> right? Satan is under my feet. Many of you have not put Satan under your feet. You got a Moabite and you're staring at him. <laughs> you got an Edomite and you're staring at him. <laughs> Are you praying book peekaboo with him? <laughs> you're playing with trouble. Put them under your feet. Tell the Edomites you're under my feet. Tell the Moabites you're under my feet. Tell the Ammonites you're under my feet. Tell all the ites you're under my feet. Under my feet, get thee behind me, Satan. I need to come to tell the church, free at last, free at last. Thank God Almighty, I'm free at last. I'm not going to go through this life with this burden, this bondage, with this trepidation. I got to live and I got to live. I got to get free. Somebody shall freedom. 
Put your hands in the air and shout freedom. So he prayed. He prayed. And he says, when affliction come, you have saved us. When famine came, you, 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 you fed us. When judgment came, you took care of us. When pestilence came, you instructed us. Oh God, you did it in the past. You'll do it for me today. For the God of the past is the God of the present and he's the God of the future. Oh, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's God all by himself. He's Alpha and he's Omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. Bring your three enemies. I say in the name of Jesus, get thee behind me, Satan. Somebody put your hands together and shout hallelujah. Call a fast. When you got your enemies, when I say enemies, the Bible says this. Wherefore, we're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Let us lay aside every weight. Any of you who had ever tell me you're perfect, that you don't carry a weight, you ain't really ready. We all carry weights. We all have our own private weight we carry. And the trouble with carrying the weight is you're going to either make it a blessing or you're going to make it a stepping stone. No, no. You're either going to make it a curse to your life or you're going to make it a stepping stone to your blessing in life. There are many people who choose to just worship the curse. Worship the Moabites. Worship it. And the cloud and, and, and the weight that sits so easily beset you, ever so often, you got to call a fast. You got to call a fast. You got to call a fast and say, yeah, that, that, that trouble, yeah. I, I, know, I know them picked me, them picked me, picked me really bad. And been a weight on me. Amen. But, 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 but ain't going to stop me from coming to church. Ain't going to stop me from, from loving them. I'm going to call a fast for them. But ain't going to stop my life. Some of you stop your life for them picnic. You're stopping your life for nobody. You can't live your life. You made them, but you, you can't live your life for them. Put them aside and call a fast for them. But ain't going to stop your life. Somebody, am I speaking to somebody? Some of you are going through hell and high water and you stop your life. You're, no, 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 no. You're stopping your life no more. Oh, I ain't got time to stop my life. I'll call a fast. I'll take care of that. And I'm moving on. High five your neighbor. And, and tell your neighbor, neighbor, hallelujah. I'm calling a fast. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor. If you give me trouble, I'll call him a fast. No, 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 no. Nobody giving you trouble. Tell your neighbor, pardon me. Excuse me, I'm sorry. You're not troubling me. But whenever there's a trouble, call a fast. Man of God, he fasts all the time. He wouldn't have the anointing he has if he didn't call a fast. And some of you need to call a fast in your life because you're being defeated too often. And not, not Tom, Dick, and Harry need to hear what you're doing. You just call your fast in your corner and pray in the corner. And let the enemy know that you're going to take back what the enemy stole from you. Every Moabite, every Edomite, every Ammonite has to go in the name of Jesus. I send you back to the grave. Under my feet. Oh, under my feet. Hallelujah. Yes, yes, yes. We're going to close. 
All right. Amen. The Word of God is good, huh? Yeah, the Word of God is good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He called it fast. But here's the thing I want to tell you. God's going to use unknowns to bring victory in places that you never asked for. Don't underestimate that quiet person sitting next to you. And nobody never called their name. Because in them, there is anointing that the devil runs when they hear that person pray, when they hear that person. So don't always run to say, I want to be up here. Because some of the up here don't necessarily mean it's the anointed. It's some of the people who you never heard about. There's some, oh, come on, somebody, shout hallelujah. The Bible says, the Bible says that after, after, Joshua Haphaphat called them together. What God did was raise a young man called Jehaziel. Put verses 14. Jehaziel, Jehaziel, his name was never called in the Bible until now. But God will use un immature, innocent, just raw before him like children to come forth to do things that we who are up here in a long and experienced way, we can't do it because God needs a childlike spirit to do it. Can I go a little bit more? He says, and upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, and then he goes on. He lists five descendants of Jehaziel to tell you, you may not know who he is, but he came from a place. People may not know who you are, but you are being bought with a price. Come on, somebody, you've been bought with a price. Oh, they may call you by, you came from Gabon. You came from, uh, what, what was the name? Benin. And you came from Pike Street Kitty. And, and mom, you came from Bartica. And they may call you by where you came from. But I need to let the enemy know, I was not only from that place, I've been bought with the blood. Don't you mess with me, I've been bought with the blood. I know how to pray down against the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high place. I've been bought with the blood. I've been bought with the blood. Oh, don't mess with me. I know who I am. I'm born again. I know who I am. I've been bought with a price. Ah, when I walk, my steps are ordered by God. When I walk, I walk as a prince and a princess. I walk in heavenly places. I walk, I walk because I'm anointed by God. Oh, you're a Jaziel. You're a Jaz, Jazahel, Jahaziel. You're a Jahaziel. Nobody knew you before, but you are, you are now being pulled to the front. Oh, let them keep you at the back. God's ready to pull you to the front. Oh, there's a spurt of Jehaziel upon you. High five your neighbor and say, Jehaziel, come forth. Oh, the son of Zechariah, Jehaziel. And they went five generations back. I want you to know something. They may go five generations back and find all kinds of things, but they all don't need to go five generations back. Let them go to the place called Calvary. And at Calvary... 
he took care of your sins. Let them go to Calvary, for at Calvary, he paid a price for you. Let them go to Calvary, for at Calvary, my sins were erased. Let them go to Calvary, for he bore the sin of mankind that nobody else could bear. He went to Calvary for me, all the way to Calvary. Somebody shout hallelujah. A spirit of Jehaziel is rising up. And Jehaziel rises up in the congregation. And put the next verse there. Jehaziel said the spirit of the Lord is in the midst of the congregation. I feel the spirit of the Lord is in the midst of this place right now. Can you feel it? Can you feel the electricity of God? I feel like we're in Judah right now. I feel like we're in a temple right now. I feel like Jehoshaphat, a spirit of Jehoshaphat is in this place. Somebody shout. Oh, Hallelujah. Oh, come on, somebody shout. Hallelujah. He says, hearken he, all you people. And thou King Jehoshaphat, thus said the Lord. I want you to know that God is still speaking these days. But you gotta be you gotta be weary of everyone saying, Thus said the Lord. Oh, I'm glad I'm seeing people now being called out. Because for about three, four years, every Tom, Dick, and Harry would say, Thus said the Lord, Thus said the Lord. And some of them are happening where I saw one of them. Man, God have mercy. How, How could that happen? He's cleansing women and using all types of things and putting them on the ground and beating them all in the name of the Lord how could that happen so be careful when somebody said thus said the Lord but when a real man of God says thus said the Lord he says this now let's shout it together be not afraid say it loud be not afraid nor dismayed nor dismayed by reason of this great multitude Say this loud for the battle is not yours. The battle is not yours. But God's. But God's. For the battle is not yours. The battle is not yours. But God's. But God's. Listen, you've been fighting this battle too long. You've been punishing your, 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 your emotion, your spirit. You've been dried up. You've been, you, 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 you. People look at you and say, what guy now with you? You look so maga. It's not maga. You've been eating, but your body and your spirit is not at rest. You need to let go and let God have his way. The battle is not yours, but the battle is God's. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, the battle is not yours. The battle is God's. We want to fight every battle. Every battle. Yeah, I'll fight my battle. Yeah, I'll fight that battle. Yeah, they don't know who I am. I'll fight. I, I went to big, big, big school. I went to big, big college. I, 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 I walk around with briefcase. I got money in the bank. I, 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 I look at my last page, my last thing. I got, I got about, I got, I got about a hundred thousand. Man, they don't know who I am. And you've been fighting your battle alone. And you've been fighting your battle in the flesh. And you've been fighting your battle. And, and, and you've been losing all the time I came to tell you today enough is enough come on somebody enough is enough you're not fighting this battle no more you're gonna let go and let God have his way you're gonna let go and let God meet your needs let go and let God 
He says, you not need to fight in a battle. I don't have the time to tell you. But the final thing is, and I'm going to close with this. The final thing is, after you have a spiritual response, it's always the best. And the man of God speaks. Here is what he says. Verses 3. He gives you a location. He gives you a position. And he gives you a designation. Somebody shouted here now. When you're going to fight your battle, you don't even know. You don't even know what location to go to. You on Liberty Avenue and Lefferts and you're fighting. And the devil is out by Flatbush. <laughs> and he says, knock yourself out. You got to know the location of the fight. Some of us, we fight in here. But the location is there. He's telling you the location of the battle. I need some of you to get your compass ready. Get out your, 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 your direction ready. And fight at the right location. Somebody shout hallelujah. You've been wasting your energy fighting by lefferts and liberty. And then you go in for Chinese cake and a loaf of Guyana bread to eat your pepper pot. And a, and, a, and a roti and a, and thing, and then you don't understand the battle is in. <laughs> or the battle is in the Bronx, or the battle is in Linden, or the battle is in Lef in 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 in, in Lefrixi. I don't know where the battle is, but the devil has a. But let me just tell you, the devil is not omnipresent. So there's a location. He can't go all over the place. We give the devil a lot of too much credit that he doesn't have. There's only one, one being, and that is God Almighty, who's omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. He's God all by himself. And many times what happens is that we, we associate the devil too much with God. And we know how God is all powerful. So we kind of like, oh yeah, God is all powerful. This one must be all powerful. No, he doesn't have it. And so here's what he says. He says, now, I'm going to tell you the location. He says, verses 16, here's the location. You ready? Somebody shout location. Verses 16. Tomorrow, go down against them, and they'll come up by the cliff of Zeke. I want you to know that every one of you have a cliff called Zeke. And now I'm unearthing certain things in your life. You never knew where the cliff of Zig was because you were busy minding your business with other people. And the cliff of Zig is there. And the cliff of Zig is a place where if you just get there, shove the enemy down, the, the enemy is going into a cliff, never to come back again. But you will know how to deal with a cliff. Somebody, oh, you said. You know why the enemy is by a cliff? Is because when God is ready, he can shove your enemies into a pit that will not torment you anymore. 
but you are not at the location to fight the enemy. So the enemy is dancing around by the cliff all the time. And you are over there punishing yourself. And you've been going through life for five years, for ten years. And the cliff of Zig is there. I came to tell you, find your cliff of Zig. March right up to it. Don't be afraid of the devil pushing you down. For this battle is not yours, but the battle is God's. You stand by the cliff of Zig. See who is going to be the boss. Because it's not you fighting, it is God fighting. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, excuse me. I'm off to the cliff. Y'all never hear a message like this. You're off to the cliff. I'm off to the cliff. Don't worry, I'm off to the cliff. Pastor, but you know the cliff is very precipitous. The cliff is very... I want you to know. Uh, some through the waters... Some through the flood, some through the fire, but all through the blood. Some through great sorrows, but God gives the sun in the night season and all the day long. So God, I'm now by the cliff. And look what happened. I came by the cliff and my lessons now... Don't worry about it. But Lord, I'm by the cliff. What happened now? What happened now? You, you got to go to the cliff expecting that God is with you. And don't say, God, where are you? God is with you. He brought you here. Stand firm and see the salvation of God. You're by the cliff. Nobody can push you over except you allow the devil to take care of you. Some people don't want to live in dangerous territory, but we got an army marching through the land. We're going to go to the cliff. We're going to go to the edge of the pre precipice. We're going to go to the edge of danger because if God be for me, who can be against I believe I have some people who are by the cliff of Zig and you're still wondering where is my God let me tell you tomorrow when you go down by the cliff of Zig he says you're going to find them by the brook you know why they want to go by the brook the brook is where they can replenish with water but we are not going to let the enemy replenish go to the next verse verse 17 the Bible says you shall not need to fight in the battle. Some people standing here wrong. Well, I come to fight. She ran and strong. He ran and strong. I'm going to fight you and beat you up. I'm going to bust up your face. You all ever hear about cussing, palings, quarrels? I don't know if you all used to have it from where you all are. Where you all houses. You all probably live in fancy Bel Air. Didn't have no cussing. But they have some places, man, you stand here by the cliff of Zig and you start cussing, all kinds of big letter words. And, then, and in Guyana, I don't know about your country, they have an order of cussing. They, they'll allow one side to cuss for five minutes. And when she's finished or he's finished, the other side, you all know what I'm talking about. Somebody shout hallelujah. High five your neighbor. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, I hope it wasn't you over that paling. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. But you're going to have the location. He says, tomorrow you shall go 
by the cliff of Zig. Fear not or be dismayed, for the Lord will be with you. You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourself. Somebody shout hallelujah. Put verse. Oh, set yourself. Some of you have been, you've been punishing yourself. You, man, you look at you, you what have you done to yourself? Set yourself. Comb your hair. Put on some makeup. Look nice. Set yourself. Come on, look good. Don't go to the battle raggedy and rowdy. Go to the battle with a sweet anointing. Set yourself. And then don't be frigidy. <laughs> Stand still. Stand still. You know what stand still means? It means you have a blessed assurance. It means you have a security in Jesus. It means that nothing is going to stop you. As a matter, you're not proud. You're not prideful. You're not. You're not. You're not. You're not overbearing. But you just set yourself up. Not like a set and fall, you know. Set and fall. They set themselves. But you set yourself ready, like Gideon's army. Gideon's army started with 32,000. But by the time they set themselves, it was 300. Set yourself. Are you ready to set yourself? I said, be not dismayed. When you go tomorrow, the Lord will be with you. And then the Bible says, finally, when they set themselves, when they go to the locust, when they find a position... Location, position, set yourself. Designation. The final thing he says, I am designating worshipers. Worshipers I'm designating. Here's what he says. Go to verses 18. He says, and when you fall down with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, Worshiping the Lord. Worshiping the Lord. Can we get a worshiper this morning? Can, can we get a worshiper this morning? Stand to your feet if you're going to be a worshiper. Can you get a worshiper this morning? Can we get a worshiper? The victory is not sealed, signed, and delivered until you start to worship. And he says, every man jack has to worship. Come on. Lift your hands in the congregation and worship. Come on, I need to hear your voice. I need to hear your voice. I need to hear your voice. You are worthy of it all. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. To Come on, raise your hands and shout. You're worthy of it 
they start to worship and they brought out the singers the Bible says the enemies got confused the Moabites came together with the Ammonites to destroy the Edomites and by the Sur Valley destroyed one of the three enemies when they destroyed when two come together to destroy the third after the third was destroyed they started destroying each other and Jehoshaphat never had to pull one bow one arrow it was the Lord's fight are you ready for a Lord's fight put your hands in the air and shout I'm ready Somebody shout, I'm ready. Now let me tell you, I believe many of you this year have had to deal with battles. But you dealt with it wrong. Now you have the instruction. You're going to deal with it this way. If them picnic giving you trouble, follow what God says. If your job giving you trouble, Follow what the Lord says. If your family giving you trouble, follow what the Lord says. If your friend giving you trouble, follow what the Lord says. If you giving yourself trouble, you know something? Follow what the Lord says. Are you ready? Before, as you close your eyes, bow your head. I want to invite you folks back for Wednesday. Is it going to be a miracle night? Next Sunday is going to be a miracle night. Today, today as you bow your head, today as you bow your head. If you're here and don't be ashamed and you say, Pastor, I heard the word. I believe this is going to change my life. Today, my life is going to be changed. Can you pray for me? As your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. Raise your hands across this place. Just raise your hands all across. Don't be afraid. I see in the balcony. I see up there. I see right across here. That this, this message is going to change your life. Keep your hands up in the air. Father, every hand that's lifted up. Every hand that's lifted up. I ask today for a mighty change in your life. Say this prayer after me. Dear God, as I lift my hand. I pray that the Spirit of God will take a hold of me right now. My life will never be the same. After today, I'm going to follow what the Word of God says. I'm going to be victorious in the name of Jesus. And for those of you who need Christ, raise your hand. Say, no, Lord, I ask you to come into my life. Forgive me of all my sins. Wash me in the blood. In the name of Jesus. Now if you said that prayer, if you said these prayers, there's a new anointing on your life. And now don't, don't look for it to say, where is it? Claim it right now. Raise your hands and sing the song.
One more time, one more time. You are worthy of it all. Come on, somebody shout now. You are worthy of it all. For from you are all things. To you are all things. You deserve the glory. Come on, put your hands together and give him a praise. Come on and shout hallelujah. Somebody hallelujah. shout victory, victory, victory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, claim your victory. Oh, oh, oh. Now, now, for those of you who are new to our church, we have a place for you. I want to invite you into the fold. I want you to come. You're going to hear words like this. It's going to help your life. Worship like this to anoint your life. Good people around you to guide you through your life. We're not perfect. God knows this is not a perfect place. But we are imperfect people trying to live according to God's way. And if you don't have a place of worship, come. Give us, give this place a chance. Come for two, three years, four years. If you come for two, three, four years, I believe you want to stay on, but come first. Let us, let us mentor you. Let us mold you. God is, you heard the man of God, Brother Dale. Thank you for that word. God's growing this place, and we want everybody to come. We want to be faithful, and I want all of you to just embrace this move of God. It's a new move of God. You want to embrace it in the name of Jesus. I thank all of you. I want you to give to God today. For those of you who still need your, your giving letter we have in the lobby, if you still need it, you didn't tell us, please put your name down. We want to get it to you. And I want to get a thank you to everybody eventually. How many of you are going to try to be here on Wednesday night? Shout hallelujah. Let me hear you shout hallelujah one more time. Try. Amen. We want you to come. The men of God, raise your offering to God. There are three ways to give. I want to say this. There are three ways to be people give. The largest tranche of the giving comes today live. Uh, I would say 70% or more, 80% comes here. The other 20, 30% comes from the website and from Cash App. And I, we've seen an increase in the website giving. So those of you using the website, thank you. And Cash App has always had a good trudge. But three ways of giving. Thank you so much. And when you give in those places, there's a, the record is immediate. You can't play with that. When you give here, not we don't have a record, you have to... Put it in. They have to count it, deposit it, put it down. So thank you so much for your giving in either way. I appreciate that so much. The man of God did a good thing. And now after he said that, put some extra for the offering today. Amen. Praise God. You're right. My father grew me up. We didn't grow churches up looking for money. We grew up churches just wanting to help God, help the people of God. And there are people who come to this church 
He said, Pastor, you must squeeze the people more. I said, you don't pass to them people. You leave them alone. Amen. God is going to make a way. As a pastor, I don't take a, take a salary from you. All the money, the money is we want to send it out to grow the church, to expand, to do what you're seeing here. One day I'll have to take one and I hope you'll give. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Let's give, lift your offering to God. Say, this is what God has given me. This is what God has I return given. it to him. Return In the name of Jesus. Let's give it to God. Hallelujah. Victory, victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace, let the Lord fight my back. Victory, victory shall be mine. Victory, victory shall be mine. Victory, victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace, let the Lord fight my back. in prayer you heard the announcements I'm not going to go them over a lot of great things happening across this place if you're not in a connect group register outside they're going to get you in one what they do is they'll study the word and you'll explain it back on a platform for 40 minutes you'll get 2-3 minutes to do it don't you think it's a great way of Letting the word of God live in you. So I, I admonish you, if you're not in a connect group, put your name and your telephone number out in the lobby. They're going to get to you. In the lobby, Sister Patricia Washington has been very kind to bring snacks for everybody. Come on, let's give God thanks for that. So you're all welcome to participate. Happy birthday to you. As a matter of fact, I wanted to do this every month. We wanted to sing happy birthday to everybody. Today, what date is it? It's the 18th, but because... It's her birthday, and everybody in the month of January, we miss you, and the month of February, I want you to raise your hands and say I had a birthday. January and February, let's sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. See you during the week and next week. You're dismissed.